Howdy, y'all. Welcome to The Daily Grind. I'm your host, John Spencer. Today is Monday, June 12. Grab a mug of your favorite brew and get ready to brew your brain with a rundown on today's date, some interesting historical facts. Sharpen your wit as I toss out a few random musings and facts just to get your brain gears turning this morning. Plus, I will offer up some thoughts to ponder to enrich your faith as we focus on our walk with Jesus. Now, before we get this show started, I just want to thank everybody for listening that first week. This is week two of the Daily Grind. And while 99% of my listeners are here in the USA, I would just like to give a shout out and thank you and acknowledgement to a listener in Cameroon and a listener in New Zealand. Hey, if you guys want to drop me a line just to say who you are and how you heard about the podcast, I would appreciate it. But let's get this show on the road. Well, it's time to brew your brain on the daily grind. It is Monday, June 12th, and on June 12th in 1817, the earliest form of bicycle, the dandy horse, was driven by inventor Baron Carl von Drace. Interestingly enough, dandy horse is a derogatory term for what Drace initially called the Laufmaschine, or running machine. On June 12, 1939, the Baseball Hall of Fame opened in Cooperstown, New York. On June 12, 1968, Marty McFly was born. Now, if you're not sure who that is, you'll have to go all the way back to the future to look that up. And on June 12, 1987, at the Brandenburg Gate, then-U.S. President Ronald Reagan publicly challenged Mikhail Gorbachev to tear down the Berlin Wall. June 12th is Jerky Day, Peanut Butter Cookie Day, Red Rose Day, and it is Child Labor Day. Please join me in World Day Against Child Labor. Talk to somebody and raise awareness about ending child labor and exploitation. Well, now it's that time on the Daily Grind to sharpen your wit. Do you know that Coca-Cola was first advertised as a coca wine? And it allegedly would cure morphine addiction, indigestion, decaying nerves, migraines, impotence, and a variety of other ailments. And did you know that there is a patch of seagrass in the Mediterranean that's estimated to be 100,000 years old? Now, you know, Lance isn't a very common name these days, but in medieval times, they were called Lance a lot. One of the reasons that I struggled in my engineering calculus class at Texas A&M University was that I had to sit between two identical twins. 
I don't mind telling you, it was hard to differentiate between them. You know, someone once asked me what I thought the best thing about living in Switzerland would be. I said, honestly, I don't know, but the flag is a big plus. And now it's that time on the Daily Grind to enrich your faith. In the mid-1800s, Soren Kierkegaard, Danish philosopher and theologian, wrote a parable uh, about two robbers who entered a jewelry store and did something very strange. What they did is they broke in, but they didn't steal anything. They switched all the price tags. They just took the high price tags off the expensive jewelry and put them on the costume jewelry. Then they took the bargain tags off the costume jewelry and they put them on the really expensive stuff. And the next day, the jewelry store opened for business as usual. In fact, for the next several weeks, no one noticed that folks were coming in and buying $10,000 rings for a few dollars and that others were buying $9 necklaces for thousands of dollars. Kierkegaard thought it described his country well and our world well. To quote him, he said, my point is obvious, isn't it? The people of my day have no ability to tell the truly valuable from the virtually worthless. Not just in commerce, but in the world of ideas too. Our age is putting on a veritable clearance sale. Everything can be had so dirt cheap that no one begins to wonder whether in the end anyone will want to make a bid. And he wasn't talking about jewelry, but about what in life really matters. And what about us? I mean, 200 years later in the U.S. of A., uh, are we able to distinguish between the priceless and the commonplace? Between what counts uh, and what doesn't really matter? You know, I reckon that this story fits right in with what Jesus himself taught when he walked on earth. He took a really good hard look at the values of the world and he said that they were all turned upside down. Price tags were all messed up. Jesus came to flip that script. He said that true greatness isn't about power and status, but it's about serving others. He said the only way to truly save your life is by sacrificing it for the sake of others. He even went on to say that the first would be last and the last would be first. He was changing the whole game, shifting the priorities and preferences for all of us. In the book of Revelation, Jesus speaks to two different groups of believers. He tells one group who's been facing persecution and poverty, I know your troubles and your lack of wealth, yet you are rich. Revelations 2.9 Despite their hardship, Jesus saw them as rich. But he turned to another group who were boasting about their material wealth, and he tells them, you claim to be rich and successful and to have everything you need, but you don't know how bad off you are. You're pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. 
Revelations 3.17. Jesus is not swayed by the world's standards. He knows that all the money can leave you destitute inside. True riches aren't measured in dollar signs. They aren't found by storing things up or watching the stock market. A person can have all the money and possessions in the world and still be impoverished in their soul. We can't trust the world's judgment when it comes to who's rich and who's poor. Those price tags have all been switched. So what does really matter? Well, I think relationships matter. Our relationship with God matters more than anything. And our relationship with others is the second. Jesus summed that up when he said that the greatest commandment was to love God with everything you have and to love your neighbor as yourself. I believe that the greatest gift that we get from God on this side of eternity, apart from salvation, is each other. Money, health, youth, possessions, all those things are temporary and they can slip away in the blink of an eye. What truly lasts is being right with God. And we can't be right with God if we are not treating folks around us right. The words that Jesus had to say in Mark chapter 8, verses 35 through 36, can give us some guidance on finding the right balance between price and value. Jesus said, if you want to save your life, you're going to end up losing it. But if you're willing to lose your life for my sake and the gospels, you'll save it. What good is it to gain the whole world, but lose your soul? And what can you trade for your soul? I mean, I think what Jesus is saying there reminds us that we can't let ourselves be blinded by what we gain or lose. Our greatest accomplishments and possessions mean nothing if we're not prepared for our greatest loss. So it's time, I think, for all of us maybe to step back and take a good look at the price tags in front of us. Have they been switched around? Do they need to be straightened out? It's high time that we stop wasting our efforts on worthless things. Let's shift our focus, recognize what's truly worthwhile. We can't start, we can start by just making a list of things that God has given us and that we're grateful for. And I guarantee you that list will include the people in our lives. Remember, Jesus said, if you want to save your life, you will end up losing it. But if you're willing, to let go of your life for the for my sake and the sake of spreading the good news, you'll find true salvation. So let those words sink in. Let's don't put all of our effort and energy towards junk and stuff that doesn't matter. Don't put your trust in the price tags that the world has put on things. Really, only Jesus can show us what is truly valuable. Only Jesus can make us rich in the things that really count. Now, I would love to hear from you about this. So if you want to talk more, I'm all ears. You can leave me a comment in this episode note. There's a link 
to email me at spencerjd, the daily grind.website. Um, and I'd love to carry on this conversation. I hope this Monday you will have a fantastic day. Father of all truth, I pray that you would give us wisdom as we go through life. Uh, help us not to expend the precious time that you've given us on things that don't matter and things that don't have value and to sacrifice the things you have given us each other in relationships. Help us to pour into those and receive those and the people that you have placed in our lives as the gifts that they are from you. Let us treasure what is truly valuable. Um, give us eyes to see where those price tags have been switched and, and make us people who navigate through this broken, fallen world uh, not buying junk. Thanks for joining me today on The Daily Grind. I hope to see you tomorrow.